What are you doing? <laughs> Her Feed me, peasant! <laughs> she has food. Adore me! <laughs> Pay attention to me, senpai! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Old Lady Aggie is now the mascot of the podcast. I caught it bad just today. You hit me with a call to your place. Ain't been out in a while anyway. Was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles in my face. Romantic talking, you don't even have to try. You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight. Looking at the table, all I see is reading white. Baby, you living the life, and nigga, you ain't living right. Cocaine and drinking with your friends. You live in the dark, boy, I cannot pretend. I'm not faced, only you to sin. If you've any, you go. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Manga in Your Ears. My name's Helen. As always, we've got April and Corey here as well. Hi, everybody. Hello. And it is the start of Pride Month, which means it is going to be gayer than usual on this podcast. That 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 is not a promise, that is a threat. Anyway, <laughs> so this week we're talking about two series. Um, as per usual, we're talking about BL fans love my brother, question mark, exclamation point. And then also, even though we're adults. <laughs> so um, BL fans love my brother is... One of those titles where it's like, oh, why did Tokyo Pop have to get this? I don't want to have to buy from Tokyo Pop, but it looks fun. <laughs> it is a one-shot volume by Nimu uh, Oyamada, and the premise is exactly what the title says. Uh, Kirika um, has a, um, lives at home. Her older brother's kind of a shut-in, and she's discovered, I think within the past year or so, that even though he's a shut-in, he is a prolific doujinshi artist for his favorite. Uh, BL pairing, and he is um, entreating her to help him finish drawings in time, um, basically table for him a comic you know, kind of be like his you know, face, since he's a shut-in, and is, you, you really don't want to go from being a shut-in but straight to comic That is a big jump. And it's just a lot of funny gags of um, Kirika being supportive of her brother, but definitely confused, since he's into really bara stuff. So when he has her help out the doujinshi he's saying things like oh yeah make sure to white out these parts since it's x-rated not xxx rated but kirika goes along pretty willingly especially since she is a carnivore and very easy to bribe and i mean that in literal sense she just really loves meat although by the end of the volume she's starting to get a little interested in bl as well you know trying to see if some other pairings appeal to her although her brother's um fondness for really muscly guys just isn't doing it for her uh, I found this one to be really funny. What about you guys? Um, this wasn't my favorite. I liked the first chapter, so I thought it was gonna be. Um, I thought it was gonna be like maybe them working a convention or like tabling and meeting people, but it just like it didn't. It didn't click for me at all. I, I, I don't know. This one just did. This didn't click for me. I like uh, the the girl main character, but the brother just didn't click for me at all. And I think that. You have to like that character to like uh, to like this particular story. So it, this one was not for me. What about you, Corey? Uh, no, I we're disagreeing again. I um, this one quite uh, I was gonna say pleasured me, but that that like, sounds weird. Um, <laughs> I was quite tickled by this manga. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny, um, especially like, the, the initial premise of um, uh, like him being a shotgun doesn't seem that original. But like that, he's just bribing her with various meeks, cured, uncured meeks, whatever. Uh, I just found that pretty funny. Um, and then from there, it's like specifically, he doesn't want to be outed as a guy because he's drawing BL manga, and they they have a scene uh, later on where he goes to 
like one of the uh, BL shops, and everyone is like, "What's this pretty boy doing here? This is this is not correct." And it's like all of these women saying this. So he wants his the face to be his sister, a woman who is who is not male. Um, but no, I, I I like the hijinks that ensued in this one. I did find it a little funny that all the fans of his work are female, since in real life I feel like I know an equal number of like women and gay men who really like the Bara stuff. So it's kind of weird not to see like any like really super excited gay man fans, you know? I, I feel like we know some folks who are into Bara who are dudes. Yep. Indeed, and yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, his habit of just referring to himself always as "Oh, I'm this worthless maggot," yada yada yada. That definitely got old. I, I really wanted him to gain a little <laughs> bit more self confidence. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest complaint about this is that it didn't it didn't really feel like we ended in a place where the brother has grown in in any significant way. Like he goes outside, which is uh, one step, but like he doesn't really go from uh being a shuggin to going outside to something else he's just like still this dude who uh reluctantly goes outside to get anime merchandise yeah i would have liked a couple more steps for him maybe not like the full way of fully reintegrated back into society but it was nice to see him even braving comic cat by the end and he's making friends of a guy who's actually known online for a while <laughs> And he's like, oh yeah, but Kirika, you're, you're still going to be tabling because I'm going to be doing cosplay with this guy next time, so... Yes, we've accidentally secretly outed the guy in the, like, huge demon, uh, demon armor outfit thing, but, uh, <laughs> he's actually just a giant there in the, in the inside, which is true for, I assume, a lot of cosplayers. Listen, you do not do cosplay unless you are a giant nerd, I mean... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially that kind of cosplay in, like, yeah. the summer heat. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how people cosplay at comic at all because as far as i know the cosplay areas for that are like outside in july in tokyo and it's like what kinds of like secrets do you guys have what kinds of constitutions do you have i need this for otakon in a couple months mm-hmm. yeah i mean how do you do otakon uh you just do it all inside i stay inside and i die i mean Corey, you've roomed with me <laughs> you, you know that i take long cold showers at the end of the day uh yeah i have heard that but also <laughs> everyone complains about the heat because it's awful like otakon and i assume comic is similar similar temperatures uh and intemperate natures i don't know what am i trying to say i am told that i'm told that dc and tokyo have very similar climates in the summer so Mm. so yeah braver than the u.s marines as the meme goes for all those folks cosplaying at comic head in absolutely ridiculous giant armor outfits (laughs) yep but yeah i found this to be just like a really fun breezy series um I'm sorry you didn't enjoy it as much, April, but that's fine. We are not a hive mind here on this podcast. That's what makes it fun. Yeah. And, yeah, I agree. For, like, a one-volume series, I don't know if I needed the brother to, to really take that next step. Uh, I would really, I would have really liked it, but um, I, knowing that it's only one volume, uh, or one-shot, one volume, uh, I, I just, I was in for the rag, and that was enough. Yeah, like, I've got a whole bunch of pages bookmarked that I'm going to, like, take photos of and post on Twitter because that's what I do with manga I enjoy these days. And I opened up to one random one, and uh, it's after the brothers gotten Kirika to, you know, watch this anime he's really fond of, and she's developed her own ship for it. And so she's, like, made, like, her own, like, baby's first fanzine, and he's, like trying to photocopy it really fast and get it put together at the photocopy shop, you know. No judgment that, you know, it's not very good art or anything. He's just trying to do this for his sister because he's just so happy, you know, to, you know, have her also enjoy the series, even if... You know, I think they have the same ship. I think they're just um, 
of differing opinions about who's on top. Mm, yes, and they switch the semi inuke, which is not not okay for shifts. I do not understand this. I'm just like, don't people just switch in real life anyway? It seems like it would get boring just doing the exact same thing each time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there's a, just a ton of like little fun things in here that I want to like share on Twitter. Like one where Kirika runs into. Um, a friend from college at Comic Head, and they're both like, oh, no, and then they never speak of it again. <laughs> I wish was what happened when I see co-workers at Otakon and such like that. Just thank God they are total crap at recognizing me in cosplay. So, You know what they say about Superman is true about cosplayers even more. I guess people just do not expect to see me in a wig, so. <laughs> but when one of my co-workers wears basically Lolita stuff to work every day, it's kind of easier to spot her at a convention, so. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, again, this is a Tokyo Pop release, so I do feel kind of conflicted about buying it. And Tokyo Pop volumes are just the paper's kind of crappy in them. Like I'm looking at this, and I swear to God, it's already started yellowing in a couple of months. I've had it. <laughs> I have no faith in its integrity. Although it's not the worst paper quality I've seen in the past week, I'll tell you that. Um, you happen to have Kindle Unlimited. It's actually free. I was kind of surprised ooh. by that. I, lo- I looked it up to purchase the digital version and I could use it on Kindle Unlimited. I don't know how many people have Kindle Unlimited, but it is there. Mm-hmm. And I just bought it on Apple Books uh, yesterday. It is June 1st today, so uh, June 1st 2022 today, if you happen to be listening to this several years in the future, but anyway. Um, I bought it yesterday and it was $2, so if you buy it, oh. if you look at it very quickly, it, it might still be $2, which is definitely worth it, I think. Damn, I paid, like, whatever the right stuff Tokyo Pop sale discount was. I think Right Stuff was running a sale for like a whole bunch of the smaller publishers at once. So like J Novel Club, Tokyo Pop, etc. All together. So I just made like one big order with mm. stuff. But yeah, also as I think we've said before on this podcast, we are very much fans of checking stuff out from your local library and bullying them into buying manga, even if mine for some reason has put all of their manga and right by some floor to ceiling windows with direct sunlight and everything is already aged oh. like ten years. <laughs> I didn't even know manga spines could age that fast, because I know how new some of those volumes are. But yeah, I think this one is definitely worth a check, um, checking it out. I know that some digital places let you read like a free preview, so definitely take advantage of that. See if it's more your humor or less your humor, I guess, like April, you know. Which one of us you fall closer to on this particular title? (laughs) But yeah, there's not a ton to talk about this one, as is often the case of comedy. Like, we could go over our favorite gags, but, you know, that kind of ruins it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, guess, I think the last thing I would say here is that I, I like the little four coma in the middle of each chapter, or at the end of each chapter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty cute. They're pretty funny. One of them uh, that I posted on Twitter is just like, oh, I'm going to post this uh, coffee mug that uh, on Twitter to represent that I'm staying up all night. And someone is like, I made your coffee mug the, my background. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay. Fans yeah, are weird. Fan- the brothers fans are like that level mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i feel like i used to see that more um little four coma in between chapters but i don't see it as much these days i feel like i used to see that in shoujo series a lot or um i kind of feel like they might have been around for like the full metal alchemist volumes but yeah i think that's a trend that should come back if manga have the time to just drop like a couple of quick and silly ones yeah although four coma at the end of a volume are also perfectly fine yeah the the shoujo ones that are like in Yona still, and they they were in the old Tokyo Pop Fruits Basket versions, but she took them out of the Yen Press ones, where Aww. they just like talk about whatever, are sometimes pretty funny too. But yeah, I think that's a two out of three manga fans recommend this series <laughs> from us. Mm-hmm. And so then I think we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with even though we're adults. <laughs> 
know that you can Call me when you want, call me when you need Call me in the morning, I'll be on the way Call me when you want, call me when you need Call me out by your name, I'll be on the way Like, mm, mm, are back with our second series of the episode we are going to look at even though we're adults by takako shimura and you may recognize this author from um, sweet blue flowers and wandering sun so this is another one of their series and this is put out by seven seas um there are four volumes out now with a fifth due out in november um and the basic premise is there are two women ayano is an elementary school teacher teacher roughly in like her mid-30s and basically she goes out to a bar one night and she meets a woman named Akari and they hit it off and they share a kiss but then um, Akari finds out that Ayano is married Um, so then it's sort of the the back and forth of their feelings Ayano's obviously married Akari is single but wants to keep seeing her but she has a husband and all of the sort of feelings that that brings up both for her and then um, Ayano and her marriage Um, it's not a super long series right now Um, I really enjoy it I think the one thing that's come up for me um, in reading all four volumes of the podcast is that I don't I don't know if I feel like a bunch has happened in these four volumes, but I'd be curious to see what you all thought, depending on how far you've gotten. Um, well, the, the show notes of this that we have, we have talked about Wandering Sun and um, what was the other one? Sweet Blue Flowers. My goodness. Uh, previously on the podcast, they're pretty early episodes, single digit episodes. I don't remember what exact numbers they were, but I looked them up earlier. Um, and then the other part is that. Uh, the workers of Seven Seas are unionizing, and uh, I personally support that. I, I don't know about you two. Like I wouldn't support unions. As yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, I don't, don't want to assume. I mean, I, w- I was about to say Please we all we I'm all support that, but um, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, one of you are staunch capitalists. I don't know. Anyway, the manga of it is. Um, I, I got through about a volume and a half. Uh, the second volume literally arrived today, uh, which was annoying because I had volumes one, three, and four, and I just didn't realize it until like we we were going to talk about it, and then I forgot to buy the second volume for forever. Um, but now we're here. I read part of the second volume, um, and I've liked what, I'm like what I'm reading so far. Um, I think there is uh, <laughs> there could be a complaint that not much happens, like especially if by the fourth volume. Um, Ayano is still married to her husband, which it seems like that's not going to be the case based off of these. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've enjoyed The Wandering Sun and Sweet Blue Flowers, Sweet Blue Flowers a lot prior to this. Uh, Wandering Sun, I think, had a lot more going on in terms of what it was doing with the characters and stuff, at least through the first volume and a half. Um, and actually, I don't remember... Sweet Blue Flowers, too. I can't say the word flowers. Anyway, I can't remember Sweet Blue Flowers that well, but um, I remember liking that, too. Uh, I mean, I, I think at this point, I just like Takako Shimura, uh, what, what she's trying to do in, in a storytelling and a character work, uh, and I'm willing to write out that right. We'll see what happens. I think my main takeaway from the series is, God, I'm glad I'm ace. <laughs> or, 
in this context specifically, I am so glad that I am aromantic because this this just seems like a hot mess. <laughs> I have definitely seen some friend groups of mine go through. Not precisely similar since this would have been like my freshman year of college when no one was married, but I've definitely seen like messiness of people in like sort of one relationship and sort of in another relationship and just my god that imploded like rather spectacularly in my friend group and i had to like ask later like hey what's going on <laughs> and so i just always look at these things from the sidelines and i'm like could not deal with this um i definitely found myself siding more with um uh it's akari the one who's the bartender right yep yeah i definitely found myself siding more with her since she's like i did not know that this lady i was hitting on who was reciprocating was married but i still like her but why does this keep happening to me? Why are they all married? Uh, I managed to sympathize with that a bit more than Ayano, since Ayano seemed a bit wishy-washy and passive. Which, sure, there are people like that in real life, but I, I want someone a little bit more dynamic in a story. You know, someone who's going to make choices to move the story forward. I read, I think it was just the first volume. So, like... Um, she's told her husband that she's met someone and they're like it doesn't count if it's cheating if it's kissing another lady and i would say it does since you guys were in a monogamous relationship and so she's she and her husband are like moving back in with her um with his parents and it's just like this is it's the kind of drama i moved away to avoid you know <laughs> i thought it was interesting that the um the families got included in the story too. i feel like we don't see that a whole bunch of I picked up the first volume when it first came out and I wasn't really sure what to expect and I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say that it what happens between the two of them doesn't really remain a secret with her husband it's not one of those like will he ever it's not it's not that kind of series it looks like it's more about um, the two women figuring out their feelings for each other and about themselves especially Ayano and I like this series a lot but I kind of see where Helen's coming from about Ayano that she just at this point she just seems kind of passive and I think she I think in the series they're both about 35 so I'm around the same age and she just seems like well I wasn't married yet and he was nice so I just got married and now I've met this lady and I'm not really sure which I I don't think is an uncommon experience but she does feel um a little more passive yeah they have that little flashback I think in the second volume where it's like, well, do you do you do you like kids? You do you want kids? Uh, that that conversation that you have with someone in a budding relationship when you're in your late 30s or early 30s, um, and you know, biology is dumb and humans have created this kicking clock for women. Uh, and she's like, oh yes, well, uh, well, we better we better hurry up on that. But they're just kind of like nature running its course, uh, and nature isn't working, and the mother-in-law isn't very happy about that. So now, like. I, I like the things that they're doing with those those kinds of uh, conflicts and typical uh, typical tropes because really the tension is between how is the mother going to weaponize this for her not understanding slash not liking lesbians uh, or just LGBTQ people in general. Which we, I feel like that's the direction it's going to go. Yeah. Oh, I, I also definitely got the impression that Ayana's little sister has a bit of a crush on her husband. Mm. Is I the only one who thought that? Okay, the, maybe not then. This I don't know if it's in volume one. The sister that that goes to the bar. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I picked up on that. It just seemed like she she was like immediately um, saying, "Oh, I can't believe she cheated on you." Mm -hmm. You know, seemed a little excited to be helping him pack up alone. It definitely mm -hmm. seems like a little bit of an unrequited crush going on there, mm -hmm. which the character mm -hmm. might not have even realized. But 
that was definitely the vibe I got. I think another interesting character is I don't remember is the husband's younger sister. I feel like her name is Airy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was Airy the Shudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like how they're exploring that and her relationship with her mother. So the husband has a younger sister that um, doesn't leave the house. I assume she has some kind of anxiety or depression. And uh, she ha- they they she has a couple of arcs within the volumes that I read where she tries to leave the house. He tries to rejoin the family. And then when Ayano and her husband... Um, move in it kind of brings her out of her room a little bit i kind of like some of the side relationships that are going on not that the relationship between the two women isn't the main relate isn't the main relationship in the series because it is but it's it's not a um it's not a whole the focus isn't on like will they or won't they who will find out about us that's not that's not that's not the type of focus that this is yeah um yeah so airy is the uh, Wataru is the husband. Eri is Wataru's younger sister, and Mis- Misako is Wataru's older sister. And I don't know if uh, that is actually their relation in relation to Wataru, but is their relation in relation to each other? If that makes sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I do like the side characters going on here, and, and I, I don't know if I could handle <laughs> a manga where it's like, oh, will he find out whether whether uh, he's cheating on them. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I previously stated that I probably would if it was Takako Shimura. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, may, I may have, but um, I think this is a lot more interesting, and it, it creates more uh, organic dramatic tension, especially between these two, where it seems like they have a pretty open relationship, but it also seems like they don't know quite why they're in a relationship because they rushed into the marriage so quickly. Yeah, I think I, think I would agree with that. And even... Th- the way that she sort of casually tells her husband seemed, I don't know, I don't want to say realistic, but it wasn't like done for, it didn't feel over dramatic, I guess I should say. It's, it just kind of came out sort of in a natural, a natural conversation. Maybe she kind of tested the waters and said, hey, have you ever like had a crush on anybody at work? And then it just kind of came out. And I don't think that his reaction was what she expected. And it, it's, I, I think I'd want to learn more about his feelings also because it does focus on him a little bit but I'd be interested to see how he feels throughout throughout the series itself mm-hmm. but I also agree with Helen that sometimes it's just nice to be ace <laughs> <laughs> yep I'm afraid that is the majority of my contribution to this discussion <laughs> of a this just seems like it'd be really tedious to live through and it's not precisely tedious to read but like you guys were saying, it seems like progress in the series is going to move kind of slowly, and I think it might just be a little too slowly for my taste. Like, th- if you really like the characters, then you won't mm. mind, you know, if a story moves fast or slow, and I just don't quite like them to that level, you know? Mm. So I kind of need the story to make up for where my own interest in the characters is failing. Yeah, and I think Takako Shimura is kind of a slow burn, uh, if I remember yeah. correctly. Uh, especially Sweet Blue Flowers, but like Wandering Sun, I believe. It well, took... Wandering Sun was also a coming-of-age story, so for that, you kind of need the length. But yeah, um... yeah. But I mean, even then, it took until volume fourteen, I think, for the the main guy to be outed uh, publicly, not like to to friends. I mean, that was by high school at that point. So the character, so the story had been following the characters for like eight years or so, I think. I don't know eight because years. Fantagraphics stopped publishing the series like in the middle of it, so. Mm-hmm. The world yeah. will never know. All Americans never will. Oh, man. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if maybe it's because uh, Takako Shimura currently had apparently has three series, ongoing series going on. Um, that it just feels even slower. Um, or more maybe it's that I just haven't read Wandering Sun and Sweet Blue Flowers in, a, in quite a bit. Um, but yeah, and besides, even though we're a Gulks, uh, she has Beautiful Every Day and Bloom Brothers ongoing since 2018 uh, and 2020, respectively, uh, even though Regulix has been running since 2019. So, I mean... Call me old-fashioned, but I don't feel like doing three series at once is good for your health. Uh, yeah, probably not. I mean, I think she might have pedigree at this point where she's allowed to just go at her base, but who knows. Yeah, it's weird that this series feels... It's not weird, but the the volumes themselves aren't very thick. They're a little bit shorter than normal, and they were pretty quick for me to read, so it's funny that this feels so slow. I, I think um, one of the things I'm curious about is how long it'll actually be. I couldn't see it going on like 10, 12 volumes. I could see this wrapping up in like eight or so, but we won't get the fifth until until November of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know where volume four ends, but I, where I'm at now, I wouldn't be surprised if it only goes five or six, and that, that seems <laughs> fine. Yep, I really enjoyed it, but I think I, I think this episode we <laughs> is one of the ones where we all have uh, very different mm-hmm. opinions, but it it uh, it keeps everything fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you would like to read manga, only listen to my opinions because I like both of them. <laughs> well, you know when people say, "Oh, you kind of look outside your bubble," you got to be able to disagree with people. This is the kind of disagreement we mean. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like a couple of, yeah, this wasn't quite for me, but I'm not going to attack you for your lack of taste or anything mm, not yeah. publicly oh are you saying that you're just going to slide into my dms tonight and be like Helen, i can't believe you didn't like this <laughs> april i trusted you <laughs> uh, yeah but if we don't have any more final thoughts on this series then um i'm trying to think if i have any um i enjoyed it uh i hope that it doesn't i hope that it doesn't prolong itself but um i think it's decent in terms of i don't know character study i guess or relationships just not even just the relationship between the two women but how it affects all their other relationships in the family at work how they approach other people etc so yeah this story does seem well woman centered too i mean besides walking through the the husband uh it's the the love story between ayano and akari there are three sisters in this story, uh, and I, at least so far that I've read, the fathers seem to be um, there for window dressing. <laughs> one, one's in the hospital, I think. And mm-hmm. I don't know about yeah. the other one. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, saw him, I saw him in one scene. Actually, when, when they went to, or when Iona went to her family, it took me several pages and to, to go back to it to be like, wait a minute, this was family, right? Because I assumed that I, I got yeah, the time, I, yeah, but then I was like, the transition seemed mm-hmm. a little abrupt. I yeah. also had that issue. Okay, okay, yeah. not just me. This time. Usually it's just me. I even thought, and this is like within the first five pages, I even thought the bar scene was a little abrupt in the beginning because it was like they were talking and then they're kissing on my like, so did they leave the bar? Yeah. I mean, obviously they left, but it's mm-hmm. like the first three pages, I'm like, what? Hold on. <laughs> I was yeah. definitely wondering if my version was like missing a page or something. I was like, <laughs> all right, that escalated. Mm-hmm. I expected it to escalate, but not so rapidly. Yeah, but yeah. If, that, if that's our final thoughts for this one, I'll have Corey take us out because I don't know how to do it. Where can we find everyone online? You can find me on Twitter at Mondiaren. I still, um, I still read manga. I try to think of something, um, something interesting to say at this point, but I can't think of anything. So. <laughs> 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wandering Dreamer, and you can find the other podcasts I co-host, plus reviews I do, etc., over at theosg.com. I have a lot of reviews this week, just one of those weeks where I was actually really productive on a weekend. <laughs> so if people want to see my thoughts on villainesses, on the summertime rendering manga, or God, what else do I have coming out? Something else, a surprise. Go on over there. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at K. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Manga in Your Ears. You can find all of our episodes over at TaikuPodcast.com. That is C-A-I-I-K-U. And related to the unionization, you can find them, uh, the United Workers of Seven, of Seven Seas, at underscore UW7S on Twitter. Uh, support them. Support where they're going. Um, and you can put a link to their website in the episode description, right? Yes, I can do that. Uh, Greg, yeah, I probably would have realized that when I was writing the show next, but it did not occur to me at, at this moment. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's it. Support you this edition. See you next time, folks. Bye. Bye, everybody. Okay, let's try. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, damn, how do we introduce this podcast again? <laughs> <laughs> you however you want. It's going to be like this now, though. <laughs>